we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. This increase is increase in health, in wealth, in power, in favor. Is it on the screen? Health, wealth, power, favor, and then visibility and influence. Ah. <sighs> So, as, as I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this and soaking on this, he says, he says, in order for this to happen, number one, he says, tell the church, there's a reason that I have taken this church to three prayer meetings a week and one church service a week. We have church once. We have three prayer meetings. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. He says, tell the church, I ain't miss and do that. I said, well, God, before I tell the church, you tell me that phrase. Because when he said it to me last night, it, I didn't even realize it. I didn't, I didn't put it together that God says there's been intentionality with how I'm functioning. Because I want them to know there will always be more prayer than there is performance. If you want performance, your prayer got to outweigh the performance that you want. Oh, God. So, the, 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 there is a ridiculous, unexplainable, almost irrational kind of favor and visibility that has come to Life Worship Center. It makes absolutely no sense how this name or this little operation, this little storefront church is all over. It's moving all around. And he says the reason it's happening is because prayer is outweighing performance. You are illegal and unauthorized to expect anything that you refuse to pray. Now watch this. Believers, mature believers, put it like this, mature believers, this is hard. Write it down if you're writing. Mature believers don't pray for anything. Please stay with me. Don't leave the church yet. I know that sounds crazy. This man preaching heresy. Mature believers, you saying I am mature? Just keep on listening. I say you don't listen good. Mature believers don't pray for anything. Mature believers pray concerning everything. There is a difference between praying for and praying concerning. Is everybody here? Mm. 
When you're praying for, you are giving God instructions. Telling them what you want them to do. Telling them when you want to do it. And tell them how much of it you want them to do. When you pray concerning, you're telling God, I don't know what to pray for. I don't know how, I don't know if, I don't even know if this is what you want for me. So I present this thing to you and I enter into the place of prayer and I listen for your voice. True prayer involves more listening than speaking. Y'all still here? So he says, I need you to pray concerning. Watch this, watch this. You can say the Our Father prayer in, in probably about 30 seconds. Definitely under a minute. They said, Lord, we say I use pray and use pray, use pray for all through the night. Lord, teach us to pray. His response in Luke 11 was to give him this Our Father prayer. And I'm saying to myself, Lord, if you pray all night, we watch you pray all night, how do you give us a prayer that can be prayed in less than a minute? And what he says, he says, son, every element of that prayer gives you something to pray concerning. Not pray for. Is this too deep for time changing Sunday? So here it is. Glory to God. Let me tell you how that works. The other day, I had to pray, and I prayed just our Father. And when you open the door of our Father, just that alone, and you enter into the place of our Father, number one, that the presence of God pulls you in because you're taking a posture of that of that of, that of a son. And so you say, our Father, and it's like a whole realm opens up to you because you start to get flooded with the love of God and the favor of God and the mercy of God that you who are who were once strangers are now to be considered a son of God. There is an over... You can't rush past our Father. That alone brings a revelation of who you are in relationship to God. And when you think of all the dumbness you didn't do in your past, yes, you didn't do some dumbness. All the things that you didn't do to disqualify yourself. And in the midst of all the wrong, all the reckless, all the things some of y'all thought about doing last night, but if you come too quick, glory be to God. And in the midst of all of that, he says, when you pray... Still say, our Father. Glory be to God. So, so anyway, so we pray concerning. We present the topic to God. Romans 8 and 26 says this. You don't know what to pray for. You don't know what to pray for. So we don't pray for, we pray concerning. And there have been times that I've gone to pray concerning, and my response was, that ain't for you. Or sometimes very concerning, and God tells you, now, don't pray that, pray this. Because when that happens, this is going to lose. And until that happens, this ain't going to get loose. Stay with me. So the, the idea is, uh, now how am I tying this together? He says, I announced over this church increase, but the people are not praying it into manifestation. If you don't pray it into manifestation, don't expect it to happen. Not because it's prophetic, it means it's going to happen. 
That sound, that sound like what? Let me say it again. Not because it's prophetic does it mean it's going to happen. If, your, if that prophecy don't come to pass, that prophet ain't lying. That is not a guarantee to say, if it didn't come to pass, that means the prophet lied. No. No. The same way that prayer was heard by you and the prophecy was heard by you, it was also heard by the devil. And the, and, the, and the angel said to Daniel, from the moment you prayed, I heard you, and I was sent by God with your answer. But there was a prince, a demon, a territorial spirit over this region that withheld me. What did Daniel do? The Bible says Daniel prayed for 21 days. Glory to God. He kept on praying and his prayer gave him the victory that the answer came. Our problem is we get a prophecy and we shout in church because of the prophecy and we wait. Oh boy. And, and many of us go in, we like these prophetic churches that prophesy all service long. You get a man, you get a man, you get a man, you get a man. You get a house, you get a house. You get, we go to this. I need some more coffee. The coffee wearing off. Let me. Oh God. Luke, Luke chapter 11. Let me let y'all go. Because they can tell Campbell on me that I keep me here all day. Luke, Luke 11. Y'all don't tell him, please. Luke 11. Uh, when, you, when you look at verse number something, two, three, early. He says, you pray, thy will be done on earth as is in heaven. Leo, watch this man. Leo, he's a theologian. T-O, T-O-logian. Pray, thy will be done. If it is God's will, why I got to pray it? If God is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, he is the immutable God, the one that skips across the oceans and the mountains, the one that flung the stars in space. If he is this all-powerful God, why I got to pray his will? Shouldn't his will just happen? And is not a prophetic word just the will of God concerning you? He says, the, Jesus says to us, I don't care how much prophecy you got, you got to pray it through. Our, our oh God, mm, the, the Lord took me here in the book of Revelation. He says to that church, he says, remember thy first work. Go back to thy first work. Here's what the Lord said to me last night. He says, son, the first work of the believer is always prayer. The first work of the believer is prayer. Any words you get, your first thing is prayer. But the Bible says, faith without works is dead. Your faith first work is prayer. You don't know the natural work until it's downloaded to you through prayer. So your first impulse as a believer, when you leave this place and you heard this word, well, the pastor says that we can see increase, increase in health, in wealth, in, in, in power and favor. Your first response is not to call your neighbor who's going to that next church. Your first response is to pray this thing because watch this, Mark chapter 4, I'm giving you Bible, glory to God. Mark chapter 4 says, and the sower sowed the word and the seed that fell upon the, the um, wayside was like this. Immediately when the seed was sown, the devil came and snatched away the word. The moment the word is sown in you, some of you heard that thing about increase and it felt good in your belly, it felt good in your mind and you're saying, boy, I'm about to walk in increase, but understand 
understand this, the minute that word was sown according to Mark chapter 4, the devil moves right away. And you get outside, and then your car sounds funny, and then you hear your engine head crack. Oh, Lord, the increase gone. The car ran hot. I need a new radiator. Seals gone, that gone. You get home. Glory to God. Something breaks out the wall. You got to call the plumber and call the mason. And all, right now, all that increased word. I wouldn't talk if you name Denzel. You get home, you name Denzel. And you get up tomorrow morning getting ready to start your day with Jesus. And your wife says, you paid the church school for yet? True story. I was there enjoying Jesus one day. She called me. Enjoying Jesus. You saw that email? What email? From, from school. They don't even know email, man. You better pay them school fee. And try to take me out of the, out, of, out of the divine space with God. I was walking with him and talking with him. And he was telling me that I am his own. And she called me, tried to knock me out of the Holy Ghost. Glory, children, school fee. They don't need to go to school to get the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so when you move from here, life is going to happen and will tell you, ain't no blessing on you. Ain't no favor on you. But you got to be convinced. I end with this, Delta. Delta, play. That... Everything is going to come at you to convince you that this blessing is not on you. And I'm telling you, in order for you to arise in the hour that we in, you got to arise confident that the hand of God is on you. I close with Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6, I, I close with this for true. This is my last time saying I close before I close the last time. Uh, Judges chapter thing. And, um, just, and the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? Watch verse 15. And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. My, pa my, 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 my people then broke, and I broke it in my people. Verse 16, last verse, and we're we going home. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Gideon is struggling from a severe case of low self-esteem. People look at Denzel Roll now, I tell the story at least three times a year. People look at Denzel Roll now and call me prideful, call me arrogant. But he really think he look good. And they're so silly to believe I think I look good. I don't think I look good. If you think it, I think I look good, something wrong with your eyes. Jesus, no. I think I look good. No, but you lost. Is there no thought? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Good God Almighty. <laughs> Who is the fairest boo-boo? Me. Lord Jesus. But I know what it is to struggle with low self-esteem. Not feeling good enough. Feeling underqualified looking at someone else wishing you had what they had feeling disadvantaged 
feeling that life played you a dirty deal. Like, Lord, why had to be born in this family? Can I have the same parents with more money? For me, mine was physical. God, why am I bigger than everybody in my class? Why am I nose so big? Why am I head so big? Why am I always going to be in the back of the line? Why I don't have no girlfriend growing up? Why all my friends have girlfriend? I ain't getting none. Why nobody think I'm cute? Why this? Why that? And I used to look in the mirror and cry as a child because I hated myself. As a teenager, cry, hating myself, struggling with this low self-esteem, but along came Jesus. And I'm trying... See, that's why I don't get bothered when you say I arrogant. You just make me worse. Because you just remind me that we killed that demon. You remind me that that devil that tried to take Denzel's esteem is now up under my feet. That now I can be glad. I, I told you a long time ago, if Robin ever tell me I need to lose weight, I'll start one piece of eating. <laughs> If she miss and tell me you too big, I will eat. Don't you dare. I ain't getting fit for no her. Glory to God. She madly in love with all of this. Thank him, fans. Thank him. Glory to God. Now I know who I am, and I need you to know who you are. Say the blessing is on me. Say it again, the blessing is on me. Say it again, the blessing is on me. Church, the devil, your family, your cousin been trying to convince you otherwise. But you got to know the blessing is on your life. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 and the Bible says and God blessed them from day 1 God blessed them yes the devil showed up in Genesis chapter 3 but then in 1st John 3 and 8 the Bible declares for this purpose was the son of God manifested that he would destroy the works of the devil so whatever the devil tried to do after Genesis 1 Jesus came and restored that unto us and so the blessing sin is back on our lives. I need you to lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up ye everlasting doors. You don't have no right to have no low self-esteem. So he says, I was using this in a while, he says, he says to, to Gideon, yes he did, he says to Gideon, he says, don't worry about how big it looks, I know you think you're underqualified. He says, Gideon, you will defeat the Midianites as one man. Did I get to that verse? He says, Gideon, Judges 6 and 16, you will defeat the Midianites as one man. Guess how much Midianites there were. When you read verse chapter 17, you will see that there were 120,000 Midianites. And God says, I will reduce the 120,000 to one man. Y'all ain't see it. There were 120,000 of them. They were reduced to one man. I told them in the first service, this, this, this anointing will cause God to reduce cancer to an overnight cold. God will reduce that $40,000 down payment to your weekly salary. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. 
the favor of God, it ain't fair, but it's fabulous. Glory to God. God will reduce that thing on the He says, Gideon, don't you worry. I'm with you, so I'm going to cause 120,000 men to look like one man. I told a, I told a pastor friend, play, 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 the, play the course to enter it. Good. I told a pastor, I told a friend of mine this morning, going into church this morning, I said to him, I said, he's in construction too, Greg. I said to him, I said, bro, listen to me. Those contracts that come past you, that you are underqualified for, listen to this man of God, bid on them. The ones that you know you ain't gonna get, bid on them. Put your name in the midst. He's, he's, I said, listen to me. They're seeing your friend talking. This is the man of God talking. Some things you're going to see online flash up. You're going to see in the paper. Bid. Because I'll cause the whole Midianite army to be reduced. Some of you came for that one word. That thing that's so big, Lord, God, Lord, Lord, oh God, I but oh Lord, Naya, oh Lord, Naya, oh Lord, Naya, 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 this morning in the car, Lura. God, I didn't want to say this. This morning in the car, oh Lord, Elise, your grandniece, in the car this morning, coming to church early, I still sleeping. Because we, anyway, she says, Daddy. Why we don't get that building for our church? I say, Naya, that building is like over, I know I told her this, but I knew the building cost over $4 million. This morning, on the way to church this morning, she says, I like that building. Why we can't get a building for our church? I said, Naya, you talking about? I said, because you ain't praying hard enough. That was me trying to shake her off. But I think she so with me all in that drive. I was so shame. I try to change the opportunity radio up. Because she says, why we can't get that building? Now, honestly, I ain't convinced that that building is for us or not for us, but I disqualified and discounted us from that building. I said, where in the world, how can me one man defeat 120,000 men? So I look at that building and say, that even ain't in the list. We got some billions on the list to make up, but not that one. They said they want four million dollars. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I might call this guy two years ago. I called the guy. <laughs> Never forget this. I call him. Greg, this be funny. I call the fellow, you know, I saw the number there. I call it. I say, hello. He says, hello. I said, hi. I said, um, I saw this building for sale. Um, how much are you asking? He said, we're not asking anything. I said, excuse me? He said, no, we're not asking. The cost is 4.2 million. I say, well, have a good day. <laughs> that boy say, ask it. I ask nobody nothing. I ask it nothing. This is what the building costs. I ain't check on that since then. That thing hit Naya's spirit this morning. Early so this morning. And I couldn't tell Naya what I preach. And usually I, there's reading notes for me in the car. I let him read this morning. I see him. Because he says, and thou shalt smite 120,000 men as one man. Glory to God. Four million. 
One man. Let me stop before I start prophesying. If you receive the word, clap and give God praise for what he spoke today. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.